www.cliffcentral.com Good morning, y'all. What's, what's up, up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Malcolm Julie in the building hosting the show of the worst gay. Worst, my boy. Worst gay. Yeah, man, the one and only R-E-H-A-P. You know what it is. Man, I feel like I haven't had you with me in a stew for the longest time. Uh, surely I was in last week, wasn't I? Nah, you were out in the field, dog, in Saturn. Hey, I'm still in the studio, though. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you live through the, through the airwaves, through yeah, the man. airwaves, the cold yeah, airwaves. Telecommunication, telecommunication waves. Yeah, yeah, but it's airwaves. good to have you here. It's good to have you here, right next to me. We're gonna be talking some deep shit today. Um, we all know what's been popping about Pretoria girls high and their hair, and it's not even about their hair, man. This has just opened a can of worms about. Some real issues, institutionalized racism, Mm. change, Mm. and what high school was like for us, you know, because we are some bravos. That's what we call ourselves, bravos, right? That's some private school black men. And um, we've experienced this type of institutional racism to a large extent. So we'll just tell you about our high school experience. Hey man, mine stems all the way back to Critch. Don't even to get the start. Even a- <laughs> all the way to Critch. I even Oy. remember the girls. You know what? Get this. Get this news started. Get this news started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aight, aight. We're gonna go right into it, y'all. We are so fucking confused right now because everything's changing at Cliff Central slash Touch Central. Touch was in the building today. Touch Central just <laughs> launched. <laughs> So shout out to Tan Central because this is amazing what we're doing here. I wish y'all could see all the shit that's going down here right now. So we're all a bit, you know, out of place a little bit, I'd say. But the studio, the new studio we're in is beautiful. If you want to see it, I uh, just posted a picture on Instagreasy. So you can check it out there. My name is Marky Mark. Well, Mark and Julie on Instagram. My name is Marky Mark on Twitter. Um, but yeah, good morning to you all. First day of spring. It's a beautiful day, alright? And we are about to have a smasher of a show. I hope y'all are in the mood for some awesomeness. All I, don't, right. I don't think it's such a beautiful day with all of those with winter weight. You know, winter weight is the hardest to try and shed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. those love handles. I know, I know me, I love, you know, I love some, some extra meats, you know, so, uh, <laughs> you know. So, is that why you prefer the winter, boy? Yeah, winter woman, winter way, come away. <laughs> yeah, man. For me personally, summer's my shit. Spring is my shit. I love the summer dresses. I love open toes. I love that shit, dog. I can't be out here looking at women covering themselves. Cause, dog, once the clothes comes off, it exposes a lot of shit that was hiding underneath the scarves. No, but I, I, I won't lie. I won't lie. But there are a lot more women that look hotter dressed than naked. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's so true. Actually, shout out to that. Um, yeah, but anyway, we are with the worst guys, and we are gonna go straight into it. There's not much news that we need to report on today because there's just one real topic, um, which is the Pretoria Girls High School debacle, which you've all, I'm sure by now, have heard about. If you haven't, I'll just recap it for you. Um, some girls at Pretoria High School, uh. Demanded that their hair should be allowed to be worn naturally. There shouldn't be any restrictions placed on it, especially if it is worn naturally. And um, this has caused an uproar. People are talking about codes of conduct and uniform and all that other shit. But what we feel as the worst guys is that this is a much deeper rooted problem. This goes all the way to institutionalized racism 
and how schools in this country started and how black people were integrated into racist ideals in these institutions. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about change and what that means since everything is changing. We're in a brand new studio. This is so bizarre to me, but it's a beautiful studio. Um, and we've got into a brand new season. It's spring. There's open toes and shit. It's mm, fucking mm, fire. Mm. I can't wait to see these toes. <laughs> Bring out the toes, ladies. Dude, is it weird that we like toes? Is that like... No, weird... no, no. Some people no. call it a foot fetish. I just think surely the toes are part of what you look at when when you want to, to ascertain how beautiful a woman is. Like, I mean, toes are crucial. Why do you think toes are crucial? Toes are crucial because number one, point one. I don't want to get scathed when I'm in bed. <laughs> On my legs. I don't want to look like I've been dead lifting all over my legs. Yeah. All right. Number 1.2. Guys, it's just, it boils down to looking after yourself. Okay. If you can't look after your toe, if you can't stretch down to look after your toe, then I don't know what's happening. In the middle, in between. Yeah, if you can't, yeah. if you pass the midsection and you can look after your toes, <laughs> then I know your midsection is Elite, boy. elite, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're out here. It's nine o'clock on a fucking Thursday, and you are chilling with the worst guy. I think we actually need to come up with a jingle for that for for spring. You know, summer, summer, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will, we will, we will. We'll get it all. We'll get it all. Um, but yeah, let's go straight into it, man. So things are changing, right, Rehab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, the local elections have thrown ANC under the bus. Just <laughs> speaking about that, I feel like there are a whole lot of blessies now who won't be able to afford school fees because their blessers have lost jobs in the municipalities. <laughs> so now we're out here and people don't even know what is happening, especially in the ANC. I don't know what's happening in the ANC. Um they're not supporting Zuma anymore. I know that for sure because he's obviously fucked up so much that um, they've lost the biggest cities in this country. The biggest cities in this country. Um, so, yeah, a lot is changing in South Africa, man. I genuinely do believe that South Africa is one of the most socially conscious and aware societies in the world. No other, no other country is thinking about race the way we do, the way we really want equality. And true equality. Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. What does that equality mean? What does change mean? And are we ready? Do you think this country is ready for change? Uh, yeah, I think I, I say we are. It's just that the implementation of the change is taking forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever. I don't bro. know if it's taking forever because, I mean, I, I feel like our country is going through DABDA. You remember Dabda from school? Uh, what you deal with once you've gone through a traumatic experience. Apartheid was the traumatic experience. Okay. And now we go through denial. Denial was the whole rainbow nation. We are one. Truth and reconciliation. Um, no punishment for the bullshit. That was the denial. Um, and I think we only recently just came into the anger. Because I think in 2016 especially, there has been a lot of uh, anger towards um, racial statements. There's been a lot of racial tension. Shit, don't, shit like that doesn't fly anymore. Yeah, exactly. But because we're angry. We're angry as, as black people or um, non-whites. Let me say non-whites. So we're going through anger and 
now that uh, things are changing, I feel like we might be going through some bargaining. Uh, maybe the DA is good for us. Maybe because the ANC is gone, things will really change. But I, I genuinely... See, this is us bargaining right now. I genuinely don't know because <laughs> the DA... People will always shout and scream and say, look how awesome Cape Town is. Look at what the DA has done in Cape Town because it's so beautiful and clean and the CBD doesn't have litter on it. Listen, for all you guys out there, the DA has done nothing for Cape Town. Absolutely nothing. Because out of all the cities in this country, Cape Town is the least transformed. The least socially equal. So infrastructure wise and everything like that, you know, you're sharp, you're on point. But like 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 I've been to Cape Town. Hey dog, shit works in Cape Town. Yeah, man. But for for, for what? Yeah. For what? For for three percent of the people? No, I, I hear what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Infrastructure wise, I see that you know there has been transformation as to what it has been before. Because I used to stay in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. I used to go to Wine Big Boys before I came to before I went to St Andrews. Yeah. Uh in Bloemfontein. And then when I made a trip down to Cape Town again, I would say, when was it, last year? Uh, beginning of this year with my, with my dad. I was just like, shit. Alright, shit just got elevated here. But I don't think the people who deserve to feel the elevation are feeling the elevation. You know what I'm saying? It's just because the, the reason why I say this is because there's nothing happening for the poor in Cape Town. Absolutely nothing. People forget. People forget that the poor were literally throwing buckets of shit. At the airport because of poor sanitation. That hasn't happened anywhere else in this country. What does it tell you when people go to the extent of putting their shit in buckets? Or well, shitting in buckets because that's what they have to do. And taking it to the airport and saying, look at this. You want to tell me about Lion's Head. You want to tell me about the view from Tail Mountain. We all know that's going to be dope because you're getting the guaps from your foreign investors and your uh, tourists and the like. But when we're talking about our people and what we can do it's an entirely different story but yeah that's i'm glad this changed because obviously the anc was just on some other level fucked up um so we'll see what happens from here on out i don't know uh we just have to wait and see because like all politicians we get promises and <laughs> i just i just really think zuma fucked everything up for the anc because if you really think about it, for me personally i don't think the whole problem is with the anc i think it's with the man in charge who's controlling everything yeah so he just fucking screwed everything up for the anc and now now they're gonna have to try and do another sort of reconciliation i think he's actually gonna suffer another uh a shock during mm-hmm. national elections Watch out Oh yeah You ah. think ANC might just lose it outright In the national elections in I don't want to call it Next thing people say I'm a Sangoma nah. I don't want to call it I don't want to call it like that bro. Yeah 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 Well I think they might I think they might Because uh, it seems that our people Understand what's going on Like I said earlier We are very socially conscious And socially people are aware People woke Woke That's what we are in this country And we need to go to that First world level right now That's what we need because we are first world quality, man. This country is crazy dope. Crazy dope. It's beautiful. It's talented. Um, we've just 
needed the infrastructure. We've just needed the leadership. And maybe Herman Mashaba's got it. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But all I'm saying is that change is good. Things, they are changing. Just like our time slot, we are now live on Cliff Central from every Thursday, 9 till 10. Catch us 9 till 10 every Thursday. Do not forget. Um, yeah, so I want to go straight into it, my boy. We've been talking about this transformation thing, the hair situation at Pretoria Girls High. Um, how do you feel about it, first and foremost, about the entire debacle? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fully in support of what they, what they trying to achieve. The, the students. Yeah, hardcore, mm. bro, hardcore. I mean, it's not necessarily only in, in, in your, uh, schooling environments, in the schooling industry. It's everywhere, bro. It's in your corporate environment sometimes. I mean, like, I'm not gonna even lie. I get touched sometimes because it's happened at work. Oh yeah? What is, what, what has happened? And, at work? Not even only that, I mean, you see it on the internet, the way the media portrays it. I mean, I want each and every single person out there right now, go and Google professional hairstyle. Alright? Scroll one, two, three. All you see is Caucasians. Alright? Then after that, go, go and Google unprofessional hairstyle. What do you see? Bolex. Uh, what really? Dog, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah. I'm not joking. So unprofessional so now, comes up as black hair, essentially. Like, it, there's not even one white, sir, right here. I'm thinking now, how, how is this even possible? And of all of these so-called unprofessional hairstyles, I can see one, two, three, four. Uh, it's The list is endless of how many hairstyles that are actually suitable for work. Yeah. Y'all are just jealous. <laughs> yeah, y'all are jealous because our hair is super fire dope. Super lit. Because y'all can't do shit with your hairstyle. It's either a fucking bun or uh, what you call it, comb over. What do you? What do y'all white look, people look, do? Look, comb look, over. Look at it like this. Look at it like this. Look at this. People were dissing Cisco when he came up with those uh, cornrows, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, with the thong song. Yeah. Now, now, who's this? Uh, with that, 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 that white rapper that was singing. Um, uh, I, I can't remember his name. He also has cornrows now. A white rapper with cornrows? I'm telling you. Eeks, I'm eeks. telling you. Bro. The only white rappers I know are Macklemore, Logic, Mac Miller, um, Eminem. I, I can't tell you a white rapper with cornrows. It doesn't he's, even come he's close. A new, he's a new school cat. Oh, he's a new school cat. Uh, but what about post him? Lamo- post uh, something like what that. What about him? He has cornrows. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, so when 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 Cisco's doing the cornrows, now you want a beef. But so when the white guy does, yeah. it, but that's the simulation. That's the simulation. I mean, blackness is dope until to a certain does, extent. Yeah, until it doesn't suit whiteness. You, know. you see, so this is exactly the situation in schools. Blackness doesn't suit whiteness. Black hair, black culture. Um, Can I tell you something? This yeah. touched me as well yesterday. All right, shout out to my mom, Mazali, out there. She just. Got her honors degree in education. Shout out to her. She did a shout fucking out, out epic to, job. To Master Sele. Yeah, yeah, she deserves an applause. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's always good when our people are getting some education. Right? You know? And due to the to the problems that we had in the past, right? Not a lot of black people were uh, given the opportunity to go study or further their education, right? Mm-hmm. Shop. So now you've got a case of... Um, you know, previous generation people from, 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 I'd say my mother's generation and, and before that as well, because there was a lady who graduated with her doctorate, all right, at the age of 64, 65, all right. And 
obviously, as black people, when we're celebrating, we, we have certain remarks that we do. We do ululating, you know? Mm. It's almost like a term of endearment for them. Yeah. Right? I'm sitting in front of this topi, right? In, uh, behind this topi, sorry. And as soon as it begins, you know, when, 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 let's say for example's sake, uh, Sipukazi, Shomo, this guy in front of me is busy shaking his head. I'm like, bruh, why are you shaking like, your head? You know, why are you say if if those mamas in the crowd were busy saying Saba Saba na hi how Saba Saba then I'd understand why you're shaking your head. But if you're shaking your head when we're just busy being happy for our own people, yeah. wake the fuck up, bruh. I think the biggest problem that we need to all understand is that whiteness imposed itself itself on South Africa. This culture is a Existed long before whiteness existed. Ululating existed long before whiteness existed. It's the, if you go into deep Africa, deep Africa, they came through with their own rules about what society is and what civilization is. And obviously we had to buy, um, oblige because we were forced to. They even tried to chow us with the, with the World Cup telling us that we can't use Vuvuzelas. Hey man, you come into our country. (laughs) Let us use our fucking Vuvuzelas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that brings us straight to the, the, the issue. Let's talk about our high school experience because I'm going to talk, we're going to get real personal. Yeah. We're going to tell the truth. The whole truth. And nothing but. The truth That's uh-huh. all we do As the worst guys So We're going to tell you About our high school experience And how we experience Institutional racism Even though we went to What you What you would Call a good school In In, in all um, Categories St. Andrews Was a pretty good school Well yeah. thought to be A pretty good school But nobody knows What's going on Inside the hostel Nobody knows What's going on Inside the classrooms Where We can't speak African languages without say without being considered hooligans by some of our teachers, whilst Afrikaans is being spoken casually. Maybe it's because we're in Bloemfontein, but I mean, like Sotho is not spoken because. Yes, I don't even, know. I think I've, it's not even just that. I feel like it's also it goes deeper than that. Even the teachers, Shwapte. Yeah, I know he felt it in that staff room. I yeah. know he felt he it. He was in uh, that. the only black teacher at our school, Mister uh, Mister Mushwabi. Mister Mushwabi. Yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. for calling you shop ten boy. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. So, um, school for you, what what institutionalized racism do you say you've experienced? Because for me personally, it was the acceptance of the racism from our side yeah. as black people. Yeah. I think in high school we weren't so aware, we weren't woke. We were blindsided. We actually. were blindsided because we'd we'd always thought this is this is how it is, right? Yeah. This is just how See, it is. See, we took casual racism to be something you know, casual. You know, casual. But it's not casual. I mean I remember if being you called, allow it once, it's gonna happen again. Yeah. I remember being called a kafir a numerous amount of times. Yeah, but we'd just laugh about it. Ha <laughs> ha, whatever. He's just joking. I was called Hon Kakseliseli. Yo. And I know he knows himself <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hon Kakseliseli. By the whole clique, boy. Ooh, which clique? Eh, Burwan, Burwan, Burtu, Burtri, Like, how do you give yourselves names like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. They even made t-shirts. I forgot. Burwan, Burtu, Burtri, Burfo. Wearing those t-shirts to meals. Yeah. But now, if I'm wearing a Kaiser Chiefs, hey, yeah, 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 Not yet. Not yet. And you can jump. Yeah, speaking of. Let's talk about sport because I think that's a big role play in this situation. For example, at our school, there was no soccer, even though there was a huge demand for it. Yeah. Where was, and where, we had the fucking talent. Where was the demand from? The black people, right? Exactly. But we were always ignored. We had to play rugby. Yeah. We had to play cricket. 
Look, 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 look. There was some, there was some good change that came about because uh, I remember um, there was a time where they were fighting for um, Sisoto. To mm-hmm. be carried on up until matric. Okay. So that was legit. But hey, bro, that's as much as I can go that's on. It, that's it. <laughs> no, but let's talk about the sport thing because I think a lot of um, interaction in high school stems from the sports field. So at our school, we weren't. There was no soccer. We had to make our own soccer games that we did on Sundays. Um, or played against other schools informally, schools that had soccer, the more black schools. Um, or go to those schools, but still we got crept out on when we were just, it's just extramural activities. Yeah. 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 So I have a problem with why that was the case. Why is it that we didn't have soccer, even though there was such a huge demand, but we had rugby <laughs> and all, everybody was forced to play rugby? You know, it's also funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, a school like Gray College. Elite and well known for its sports had soccer. Oh yeah, yet St Andrews did not. We were playing against Re- oh, Bremner, CBC. We pl- CBC. We yeah. played against Grey as well. Yeah, yeah. Those are the those are the black schools in Bloemfontein, other than Grey, other than Grey. Hey, bro, it gets deeper than that. So, so let's all, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of yeah, course. But, but I get what you're saying. Uh, so now the sports field. We are forced to play sports that. We may not even like um, That we've assimilated to For some reason Um, And I don't understand why The people who Are in those institutions And who run the institutions Don't see the value in Blackness Why is it that blackness is considered Untidy, uncivil Um, what, What other word can I use, man? Fucked up that's that's essentially what this institutionalized, institutionalized racism is saying hmm. is that anything black is not good. Nah, not be. And I and that's that's what I hate is that we don't even know ourselves as black people because what we've been taught to be good is whiteness and right. the Western ideals. Um, but I was speaking to somebody about the whole hair situation just to go back to that for a second. And they were speaking about uh, school conduct and uniform. I understand if you have uniform, if you have a, 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 a kind of um, line that you want to walk as a school, there has to be rules, there has to be boundaries. Because, I mean, we can't be out here saying, okay, children should get tattoos and shit like that. Actually, you know what? Why fucking not? Because none of... Y- Nothing in your appearance has to do with how you receive information and education. Like, how, why can't we just go to school as we want and learn? I don't see any reason why not. And speaking of learning, this is what I think is the most important thing that has come out of this can of worms that has opened from Pretoria Girls High is that we now start to understand how much institutional racism there is and what are our teachers teaching our children? Whose history are they teaching? Hey, don't even get me. St- yes. We're going in. We're going in. We have to Bars. go in. If you Bars. want to join us in on the conversation, hit us up. The number is 0861-555-189. 0861-555-189. We're going to have a real conversation. Tell us about your experience, especially if you've gone to a private school, Model C school, um, Tell us what your experience was like and how you felt at the time. Because I feel like we've grown a lot. We've changed a lot. But our high school experience, we contributed 
to the system because we thought it was okay. At the time, we weren't as socially conscious and socially aware, as socially aware as we are now, right? Yeah, I mean, like, like, like we said in the beginning, you know, we were, we took it as like, like that casual racism, we took it lightly, you know? And yeah. it was just a thing of, ah, oh, no, these guys are joking, you know, the, is it's just the way they play around mm. and there's there's uh one particular uh word that we used to call ourselves first and foremost and other schools because i've been seeing on twitter that um in bloom other schools like our our females our sister schools st michael's st michael's <laughs> um, <they've> been... <laughs> can i tell you about st michael's quickly yeah, while quickly. you're on that note yeah. uh i saw a tweet about how st michael's girls were being forced to Wear a swimming cap oh, just to so check. Yeah. I was like, "What?" If it doesn't fit in the swimming what? cap. It's not. It's not uh, allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Um, but yeah, speaking of those schools, we used to have a word. It was called zot. Right? Yes, or zwaite. <laughs> but you know how things evolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for us, we called ourselves zots. Zots were black people. But when we got there, white people called us Zots. That's what I remembered. And we just accepted that as the term for black people. It's like, oh, so we're Zots. I think, I think Zot for us was the new age nigger. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. The new Definitely. age South African like, nigger. Because like, was a bit too sensitive to say. Yeah. But Zot, we were like, ah. And it was dope. Yeah, it, it was, was actually I, dope. I, I, I love being, yes, I'm a Zwarte. <laughs> I'm a Zwarte. Yeah. And we called St. Michael's, um, Swart Macy School. Because it was a predominantly black school from being a very white school. Yeah. So, hey, um, bro, I remember, <laughs> I remember getting there in grade nine. I think it, the, the ratio may have been about 70% black, 30% white. By the time I was in matric, yes, you can, you have to really search for the needle in the haystack yeah. of a white girl. I was yeah. like, this is too real. Yeah. And that's the thing because we contributed to that system. We called our sister school, our fellow black people, Zars, we called them, but it was endearing at the time. It was an endearing term. But now looking back, now that we are grown up and we have thought about it, it was really, really fucked up. And yeah. And I, I actually, I apologize. I apologize. I, I, apologize. I genuinely do. I genuinely do. But but uh, we've made our mistakes and we've grown. Yeah. And the thing is, every I think even them themselves, our sister school, they contributed because they used to call us uh, gays or whatever. <laughs> we were. I remember. Gay we were the boys in blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. We were gay as shit. There were a lot of gay people at our school at that time. I nah, hated it, man. But now the thing I don't is, give a shit. I, I don't like this thing of there were a lot of gay people at our school. Then more, it, it, it makes it seem as though. There's not gay people at Everywhere. other schools Or there's something wrong with being gay yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly You know So, first and foremost, we've established that in high school we were stupid Yes Okay So now, we're thinking about what we could have done different What we should have said to our teachers Because I think this generation is ahead of us Miles ahead of us Because they know they, They're way more aware that this is all bullshit Because they've they've never been in the scenario where um racism is okay you know when being born they were born freeze let's call them born freeze the people born after 94 since they were born they've they've known nothing but freedom they've known this. so a lot of this is strange and i think that's why the youth is rising up because a lot of people say the youth shouldn't be fighting battles like this but i think the youth are the only people who should be fighting battles like this because the generations before have done it long enough for us yeah and they've ruined it so now we need to understand what the new angle is. And I think the new angle is real freedom. Not the rainbow nation bullshit. I'm talking about real, real freedom. 
and what it means to be black and what we're teaching our children. So I just want to dive into what we learned. All right. Let's start with history. Okay. Let's start with history. Um, there are a few stories which deal with slavery. Everybody knows about slavery. Um, but nobody knows about the Haitian Revolution, which is uh, like the first rev uh, slave revolt that ever took place in Haiti. Um, nobody ever thought it was possible because black people just, they just didn't have the brains to do something like revolt. Like, no, was, it's not that no we way. didn't have the brains. They thought yeah. we didn't have the brains. No, that's the thing. So they, they weren't even worried about that revolt happening. And it happened. Yeah, it teaches you never, never to get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable because Weezy now, said when we're talking about change, there's going to be a revolution in this country. I'm telling you now there's going to be a revolution or there's going to be bloodshed. It's, those are the only two options. And I'm sorry if that scares you, white people, but that is the truth. You, you sit there in your ivory towers and you don't see and understand the strife of black people and why we fight to legitimize ourselves every single day. Every single day, you're going to tell me about the view from Lion's Head when I know my homies are getting popped there in the ghetto. Because you've, you've spent some time in the Cape Flats, right? No, 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 no. I didn't spend too much time. Eh, not right? too much, not too much. You don't want to spend too much time there. Hey, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be here right now. You know, <laughs> I don't want to lie. Moist guys don't belong in, in such environments, bruh. Yeah, because I I'll... think even when I was born, my dad saw that. My dad saw that. Hey, this guy is gonna grow up to be a moist guy. Let's get him out of the hood, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. When we were when we were um, young. Oh, let me say, in terms of the the the, the rural areas, I was listening to Gary Clough's podcast and. He had a guy called Andrew Brown on as a guest. Uh, he wrote a book called Good Cop, Bad Cop. And with this, he was speaking about the transformation in Cape Town and how poor it is. Um, and I just, I just genuinely feel like we don't understand what's really happening outside of what we get on the news because we know shit is bad in some areas in this country, but we choose to ignore it. And he was talking about how the police are not responsible for a lot of the, the atrocities that are happening. It's essentially a socio-political problem. One of the quotes that stuck out for me was because of all the social unrest and political protests that have been happening in the streets. Um, in one area, there was a protest about the lack of water and people went to the streets and started protesting and putting the water pipes that they were supposed to use underground uh, for the water supply they were they were barricading the roads with those water pipes, and um, somebody went to the police and was like, "Why why aren't you doing anything about this?" And the policeman replied, "Hey man, I've got a shotgun, not a spade." Wow, you see, so I hate police. <laughs> I'll say it personally, I hate the fuck boys, <laughs> but that's probably because I'm doing illegal drugs, which shouldn't be illegal in any case. I've got one good friend who also hates the police, who loathes the police just as much as I do, to the point where they make him Tatazela. Now, subtitles for people who don't understand Tatazela, <laughs> he, 
he, he, he can't handle the pressure when he sees blue lights. I swear, you could be at truth with him. He will have the same reaction when a blue light just comes about. He'll be driving, come to an intersection, and then the police van will be going perpendicular to the direction that he's going. As soon as the robot is green for him, he stalls. That's Each falling. and every single time. He's scared. He's Each scared. and every single time. Okay, so, but that was, that's what he was saying is that it's, a, it's more our, our crime, our, our, um, poverty is more of a social situation than it is a policing situation over, overall. Um, and that brings us back to what our government can do for us. But before we divert too much into the government, because I genuinely do believe that we shouldn't have to depend on our government to, to control what is happening. I mean, as individuals, we can learn for ourselves, produce for ourselves, um, create homes for ourselves. That's part of the reason why I think voting is useless to a large extent or shouldn't happen because we are capable as individuals. We don't need somebody hovering over us and saying, oh, okay, but by the way, this is, this is how it's going to go. That's part of the reason why we adapted. Yeah. Um, I was watching Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rabulani even had a quote at, uh, at the beginning or the end where he said, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was P.W. Bota who said, adapt or die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see? Okay, so let's go back to the schools. History. We were taught specific history about Christopher Columbus. Um, hey, I can tell you about Vasco da Gama and all those guys. Uh, but we don't know our own history as Africans. We don't know where we come from, what we actually were like before before all of this shit happened man i think all of it a lot of it is self-taught a lot of it is self-taught a lot of what uh our own history a lot of our own history i think we get we get um just uh brief summaries on what what uh what they'd like us to know mm-hmm. um you know that's why we got we were we were all taught about the 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 good side of madiba you know yeah, back in high school, but I'm tired of hearing about Madiba. Let's talk That's about what I'm Steve Biko. Let's did, talk did, about. Did you get to hear about you know the Robert Sibukos, the the Chris Hannes, the Steve, uh, the um, who's this now? Franz Fanon's the all of them yeah, in high yeah. school. Did you really get to learn no, about them? Nothing. I only learned because I didn't do history up until the end of matric. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we didn't learn about those niggas. And um, the thing about it is now we've got this platform to speak. And we need to start talking about what should children be learning in schools. First and foremost, are schools the best place for children to learn about their history? I don't think so because the institutionalized racism stems back so far. It stems back hundreds of years. Our school is what? 150 odd years? Yeah. Something like that. And, uh, it's crazy. We live, we live up to traditions. And no, you just have to. This is how we've done it for a hundred years, bruh. Why you, why do you want to change it now? Because a hundred years ago, we weren't able to say, nah, B, this is bullshit, dog. Now we're saying it. This is bullshit. So what is the plan? What is the future? Should we break down every single subject in school and say, look, this is actually what needs to be taught. Let's teach taxes. Let's teach children how to, to manage shit outside of school. Life orientation. Let's teach children how to put a goddamn condom on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know? think they do do that in schools. I won't lie. Hey, did they do it at, at Saints? Yeah, for sure. Did no, you learn about condoms and we learned safe sex? We learned about safe sex and condoms. Did you get taught how to put a condom on? Ah, dog. It I says think so on the rapper though. Like, we don't... Like, how we, many... 
Niggas have not been reading and now you expect them to read a condom wrapper when they're about to have the time of their life for three minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't expect that. I mean, my guy, look, at female schools, right, they teach them how, how to take care of kids. How, to, in, in, this is what I would assume is going on. I'm not too sure, but f- guessing from TV, you know, um, this is what I, what I assume is going on. They get taught how to take care of kids. They get given like a, a, a dummy kid or, or like a, like a flower. A, you see, if they drop it, the baby dies. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Which is quite extreme. <laughs> <laughs> hey but, man, if you dropped your baby, it's you likely know, to die. In a gorilla pit by just some chance. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> Dick, have you heard the Dicks Out for Harambe song, bro? There's a song that's uh, out It's uh, like Dicks uh, out for Harambe They're going in dog They've been having The Cincinnati Zoo Since the Harambe situation Twitter has been Throwing the memes And shit But like I'm just saying In terms of changing uh, They must actually Just do it With Condoms for guys Okay 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 So we got that <laughs> But Over and above that We need to really We really need to think about uh, What we should be teaching Our children in schools Man how would you change the curriculum um, for history at St. Andrews? Okay, for history. I would say... And I'm staying f- from, from, from stage to stage to stage. Okay, like, we definitely learned about apartheid. All right. We learned about apartheid. We learned about Steve Biko and black consciousness. We did learn about that. Percentage-wise? Hmm, I'd say... 30% of the course we, we, I literally remember writing an essay in the exam About black consciousness The problem is We talk about black consciousness But it's not implemented in our society um, Wait, I want to go deeper on that whole issue okay. how, how was, the, how was um, your, your teacher um, In terms of his energy levels and, and, and his excitement Of actually teaching that specific topic Oh, he was great Mr. Mott, he was great. I won't even, I won't take anything away from him. I'm talking, I think the problem is based in the curriculum itself. All right. Because teachers have to teach what is set in the curriculum, right? Yeah, but then surely as a teacher, they also have a responsibility. They can also be striking to change this curriculum. Yeah, they should be like, whoa, whoa, guys, I'm going to tell you something. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you this because the rules are against it. But if we are going to speak the truth, um, this whole shit is fucked up. Yeah. I think also it's just that they fear, People fear change because they fear losing what they already have. Mm. And that's the thing. That's the thing that is actually holding us back is the fear of change. I'm telling you, we are going to change dramatically. In the next 20 years, shit is going to change dramatically. White people will be so surprised. They'll be like, oh shit, we're actually equal now. And that will feel like oppression to them because they've never understood what it feels to be equal. Like, one thing I've noticed, when I'm standing in a taxi line and watching all these cars drive by. Mercedes. All these cars with BMW. white people in there. <laughs> and they look at the long taxi lines and it's just normal. It's not normal. It's what black people have been forced to do because now we've been ousted by society. And now we're back in, but we're not really in. We're just kind of on the periphery trying to, you know... Find out what we can do in the society. Oh, maybe I can work at checkers because I'm free now. Oh, maybe I can clean some shit because I'm free now. But that's not equality. That's not the real business. How many white checkers tellers have you seen in your life? Yeah, probably only in Bloomfontein. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's but it's those guys even even at that point like it's still you know the whole trying to find a needle in a haystack yeah kind of but it's, it's it's normalized yeah this is the issue that i have the fucked up things are normalized restaurants i've been to so many restaurants yes. where i'm the only black patron and all the staff is white talking all the st- i mean black sorry all the staff is black. So the the waiting staff, the bartenders, the kitchen staff is black. Yeah. And that seems normal. Where 80% of our people are working for the man as opposed to being a part of the society. That's what I find problematic. Is that we are still ousted. We are still considered subhuman to a large extent. You know, and I'm tired of feeling that and I need, I need everybody to know. We need everybody to know that that's not going to fly anymore. Yeah. It's not going to fly anymore. And I don't, I don't, I don't know about you if you're a worldwide person or not, but trust, I'm going to get in your face. Trust, we're going to have beef. Trust, I'm not going to lie and hide shit anymore. Cause for the longest time, we've been accepting that we're Zots and Kafiras and Whatever the case may be For the longest time I can't actually Like when I look back I look at myself And I I want to smack myself in the face For the shit that we accepted in high school Can I Can I Can also raise one point I think um, Like any battle That you go into Right um, You're better as a unit Than you are as an individual Mm -hmm. Alright So we can't, we can't, you know, stand undivided. Um, sorry, we can't, we can't stand divided as as the black culture, as a black race. You what know? do you think divides us as a? No, I'm, I'm I'm saying that because you'll still find those who are support, like defending, and being like, because I saw a couple of uh, comments on 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 Facebook mm-hmm. and and statuses. Where someone would be like, you know, I don't know why this girl is tripping. And then she'll turn and type in the neck. And I'll, I'll say something like, mm. And I'm like, see, see, now you've been institutionalized. Your whole mind. They got you. They got you. They got you. But they got us too. So we can't be too angry at them. But we the guys who have to be like, okay, okay, okay. We realize that they got us. Yeah. But now... Got it. <laughs> now we gotta do something different. Now we've gotta take a different angle. Now we've gotta get into spring. Cause we've been in the winter. It's been cold in these streets. I know. But now the sun is out. We are blooming and flourishing as black people. And trust me, you guys are gonna get so shaken up and stirred because you won't believe, you won't believe what black people say and think about institutionalized racism and white people. It will shock you. It will scare you, actually. But I don't want to scare you. I just want you to know the truth. I think if we all work together as a human race, we'd be on like some extraterrestrial level type we'd have, shit. We'd have a utopia. We, we'd be on... We'd be so advanced. Yeah. But, but pe- now we're busy fighting. People are afraid of change. And this is what we were talking about, the dab. We're at that bargaining phase where we're like, hey, guys, I know y'all still have the land and shit, but let's let's change up some shit. You know, let's get a, let's get a new... Uh, Government in let's get a, a, a somebody to represent black people. Let the EFF get involved. Um, so shit is changing, but I don't think we're ready. I don't think as a country we're ready because too many people that I know are blatantly oblivious about the struggles 
Yeah. I think even to try and teach our, our young black kids about it, we, we, we need to like change up the games and stuff like that. Instead of, instead of Tamoreka Omo, Tamoreka Land. In Land. Land. <laughs> yeah, man. We haven't even played a song because this conversation is so intense, man. Just to remind you, we are the worst guys. My name is Malcolm Julia. I'm chilling with my boy Riabes with Cecile. Uh, contact us if you have anything to say on this topic. I'm sure you've been talking to your mates about it because, I mean, it's the only thing that has been going around in the news. And we just had to talk about it because we know, um, that we are never really the status quo. We're anti-status quo, actually, as the worst guys. That's probably why we named ourselves that. Um, so we want to, we, we tell you what's going on, but we look at it from a different angle. And I think the most important thing that needs to come out of today's show is what the future is going to be like. What change is going to be like? Um, can we, can we accept that black people could actually be the dopest shit in this world? Can we accept that? If you're not willing to accept that, then I don't know. You you need to you need to go back way way back. Kill yourself. Don't come to the future. Yeah, because I experienced your racist teachers, man. Let's talk about racist teachers for a second. We had a, a Afrikaans teacher, classic. No, 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 Mr. Van Castro. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no shot, but he also had a point where he was defending us. What Let's not forget that. Yeah. There was, there was that moment, I, I remember exactly, we were make, we were being rowdy in class, mm-hmm. alright? And I think he was even being biased and, and, and feeling as if, you know what, let me just support them. Because he even said, you know, you guys are rubbish, rubbish. Mm-hmm. And you think I'm talking about the black people, it's not the black people, it's not the black people. And then he points out Abo Lucas Van Zandt, you know, Jansen van Riensburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call yeah, you yeah. out because you know you were a rubbish. Yeah, yeah. I, I, cool. So what I want to know from you is what is the, the, the next step? Because we have to have a plan that doesn't isolate anyone, that doesn't cause violence, that doesn't, um, yeah, oust anyone out. Because we do want to be equal, man. That's the thing. It's not like, we do want to be equal. Department of Education, first and foremost, you guys need to revise the, the syllabus. Curriculum. No. Yeah. They need to revise flat out. I'm talking in terms of what is taught. I'm taught I'm talking in terms of rules and regulation, admin rules, you know, because even applying to certain schools you'll get bet if your skin tone is too black. Every they need to revise everything. They need to Flip the whole script. Start from scratch, basically. Act like this is the new 1994. Let's start from scratch properly this time. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. And as black people ourselves, we need to engage with whiteness and white people because we have this conversation amongst ourselves a lot. But sometimes, and I feel it myself too, we're too afraid to ask that question towards white people. It's like, what do you think about the Pretoria Girls High School situation? Because that will bring up everything that whiteness has been hiding for a long time. You know, but I mean, like, you have to have the rules. You have to have your code of conduct and, and all the likes. And I'm like, well, why don't we change the rules? Is it, is it, is, you can still is have the bad? rules, but yeah. like, have them be adapted to what our situation. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real, man. I feel you. I feel you. I think this conversation could actually go on for years. Um, but all I have to say is that the times they are are changing. Uh, everybody needs to be aware of this and everybody needs to contribute to the conversation. Otherwise you'll be left out. And, um, 
people that we're going to take over. Man. We have to actually, because nobody understands our perspective until we say, until we scream, until we burn things, until we're angry. And I don't want to be angry anymore, man. I just want shit to pop off the way it should. Let's live in the utopia that we want by being honest with ourselves, being honest about what institutionalized racism is and what it means. But yeah, man, um, we have to head out, head out pretty soon, man. And this conversation has just flown by as it usually does. Um, and I, I really wish we had a caller today, man. I just want to know what other people are thinking. Are we, are we ridiculous right now? I don't think so. But yeah, that's all up to you to decide. Um, let's think about some change, man, and what we can do in the future, man. My name is Malcolm Julie. Been chilling with the best of the worst. R-E-H-A-B, you know what it is. And yeah, we are out. Thank you so much for joining us in the conversation. Download our podcast. It's always out. You know what it is. Cliffcentral.com.